One of the things I'm doing is a New Year's resolution after having many requests is I'm actually recording my homilies and so posting them online on a podcast. So you can find those online if you'd like to listen um, to a mediocre homily, um, go for it. And as well, I'm back. Um, for those who don't know, I was gone for two weeks, took a week vacation and a week retreat, um, and it's good to be home. I was at St. Benedict's Abbey for a retreat, and the Lord made it very clearly known that I'm not to be a monk. It's a great place, the great vocation. I was going crazy after a couple of days not being with you all. So it's a joy to be back. Today, uh, we hear in our gospel um, the calling of St. Matthew, this great calling that our Lord makes known. It's easy for us um, to look at priests and bishops and deacons and to put us on a pedestal and to say, oh, you're holy, that's why Jesus called you. I'm here today to tell you that we are no different than all of you. All of us are sinners. One of the most beautiful things, when Pope Francis was first elected, he was asked, who are you? And he said, I am a sinner, greatly in need of our Lord's mercy. All of us need Jesus. All of us are sinners, greatly in need of our Lord's love and his mercy. And today, Our Lady can help show us that way. When our Lord calls us from our sinfulness into the beautiful reality of his love and grace. We can see this, especially tradition holds that after the resurrection and the ascension, that the apostles um, would go and visit Our Lady. Today, the votive mass that we're celebrating for Mary is Mary, Queen of Apostles. Tradition holds that after the crucifixion, or at the crucifixion, Jesus turned to John and said, Son, behold your mother. Mother, behold your son. And John would care for Our Lady and live with her. John's gospel is the most Marian gospel. Luke's gospel has a lot of these stories about Mary. But John has that depth of the meditation that Mary would have had as he's writing it at the end of his life. So the tradition holds that they went to Ephesus, and John cared for her there. And the apostles would stop in and be with her, come to know her, and to understand who she was in order to know who Jesus is in our lives. Pride is the first and greatest sin. If all of us look at Jesus from this realm that the Pharisees did of Jesus going to the tax collectors who were these great sinners and eating with them, we can see or at times think, why would Jesus do that? Why wouldn't he associate himself with the rich? And Jesus gives us that answer today. He said, those who are well do not need a physician, but the sick do. I did not come to call the righteous, but sinners. That distinction between righteous and sinners. Righteous 
are those who think they are better than everyone. If we are righteous, we have this sin of pride, and we begin to think that we don't need Jesus, that we don't need his mercy, that we can take care of ourselves. I don't need to go to confession. That's the sin of pride. Our Lady can show us the way to humility, to recognizing who we are as sinners. And this is what she taught the apostles, how to get rid of the sin of pride. Mary is known as the greatest example of humility, because in all things she chose the will of the Father. Not what she wanted, but what Jesus wanted. And so today, if we struggle to see where we might have sin, we might find ourselves in that place of righteousness. Ask Our Lady, as she taught the apostles to be humble, to humble us, to open our eyes, to pull out that beam so that we might see what is in the way of that relationship with Jesus. Because Jesus wants nothing more than for us to live in a deep and intimate relationship with him. And so today, what is in the way of that relationship? What beam do I need to get rid of in order to see what our Lord is calling us to?